All right. Well, tonight's uh, guest is uh, going to be Ryan Morgan. Ryan, thank you for joining me on Tight and Loose Out. How you doing, buddy? Good. How are you? Good. So, uh, so listen, we um, we know you race at Thompson Speedway and you race at uh, New London Waterford Speedway. And when it was Waterford Speedway, you raced there, the Speed Bowl, I should say. Uh, where did you get your start in racing? And tell, just walk me and everyone through where it all started from why you wanted to do it and just what what trend what what happened to make you um decide to get into it and uh and, and be in it still uh well i think i was like four years old uh, my dad bought me a mini cart to race up at uh Pomfret. um and pretty much since i was born i've i've been around racing you know my dad grew up with Glenn Boss and Todd Dean and you know I got a my dad's got a picture of me I was probably two years old standing in Glenn Boss's uh, late model um, and he said he would be around till I was old enough to start racing so he bought me a mini cart uh, we went to a parking lot down in Hope Valley Rhode Island and I uh, actually cried before I got in it <laughs> yeah I was I was so scared um, I didn't really know what to do. You know, he put this big helmet on my head, you know, yep. young kid kind of something new. I, I guess I was kind of claustrophobic. Um, they don't tell but, you that at first when you get into a strap yourself in the car with the helmet on and you're in there and the five point harness system. You're like, well, I am not moving anywhere. Right. I do get a little claustrophobic here and there, but yeah. Oh, especially those long distance races. Yeah. Right. But, uh, so we, he started it up. I did a couple laps around the parking lot, and that was it. You know, I was, I was in it. That's awesome. What's the, now? What is that kind of car? Is that like a like a bandolero? Or what is that? It was a. It's a go kart. Um, I guess just one of those flat carts. Uh, it had a little weed whacker motor on it. Yeah. Um, and you weren't. You didn't have any seat belts. Nothing. Yeah. Oh, okay. So it was literally like the old school uh, go karts. You just like the first one I drove from my dad's, like in the seventies. You just sit in it and go. Yeah, just kind of you know one of those flat carts with just a frame and four tires and a motor. That's great. <laughs> and um, yeah, that was really it. You know, we uh, I you couldn't get me out of it. See, that's that's awesome. I, I when I was a kid, I used to hate when they started the race car up in the garage because they used to scare the crap out of me. Right? Yeah. I mean, I don't really remember that time, but I I hear the stories, you know, about me crying and yeah. <laughs> my dad was like, "Oh, maybe I made a mistake." You know? <laughs> we should go golfing. Oh God! <laughs> right. And here I am. You know, I'm 27 now, so right. Still going. So what was the first? What was the first race car with this? manual transmission and all that what was the first one that you drove uh, it was a legend car those things looked very tricky to either to drive and just to take off in what tell me about that thing because i've never ever driven one but they look like a nightmare super twitchy yeah um for for what they are um you got a lot of horsepower or you know compared to weight and mm -hmm. the uh wheelbase is really really small so they're super twitchy um 
you kind of had to drive like a gas pedal. I mean, a egg under your gas pedal. Yep. Um, Jason Palmer taught me a lot about legend cars, to be honest. Uh, we kind of worked together and we had a lot of success together, a lot of wins and, and the three years I drove them. Those things, like you said, they were like 1200 CC motors, right? Yeah. One, I think it was 1200. Then I went to 1250. Now they're going to like some weird thing like FZ09 or I don't even know. Oh, yeah. But like you said, the power to rate ratio right there, that taught you, that teaches you everything, you know, to, to drive with your right foot. You know, you can get into a SK light per se that has, you know, 350 horsepower with 18 inch wide tires or 15 inch wide tires and, and it's much more comfortable, right? Right. Yeah. Like the car control that you learn is out of this world, you know, and you look at like a lot of the guys that are big now, like Kyle Busch mm-hmm. and, you know, they all came from legend cars. And Great example. You yep. a, a ton of car control. And you're you know, there. Like, it's you. You're just in the middle of this car. It's not like you got a ton of stuff around you either. Right. Right. Yeah. It's just a seat basically and a steering wheel and it's, it's super tiny. You yep. Know? Yep. <laughs> and then you, and then you race in the Thompson modified division, which no one, probably even knows what that is now it's defunct right (laughs) yeah um yeah we did that for three four years i don't even know i know right it's all a blur everything just kind of meshes together but we we struggled there well as you know those cars are weird anyway those things we finally got the grasp on it like we did i think my first year was 08 and then in 09 we had a lot of success but and then you're off by a little bit and and it's just it's a it's a night those those cars could be a nightmare to drive as you know right you know um i think i had like a couple second place finishes but i was young yeah uh, i was still early in my my uh, racing career i guess yep. you know i was only 15 16 years old you know and i didn't know a lot about big cars and you know you're going fast as you know up right. there right that's a little intimidating at that point in time. On eight-inch wide tires that were slicks, those things were like a Winnebago, man. Right, with like a six-inch six frame height, whatever they were. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, those exactly. A lot of a lot of slop in those things. It was like driving a lawn tractor around, you know? <laughs> you couldn't even go straight. I mean, Glenn tries to go straight in the straightaways, but we you really oh. can't go straight in those things. Right, and <laughs> yeah, at all. You, you can't, you know? I, I I do miss those in a way, and then you know, and then you, you know the late models. It, it makes the the late models, you know, like a friggin' Corvette to drive. Right. Yeah. Um, especially now, you know, back in when I think I first drove a late model was 2011. Oh, you did? Yeah. That's the old. The old. Well. Oh shit. Okay. Yeah, and it was like you know you had the good years and the you know yeah. none of the tie down stuff in the front end. Right. You know it was like driving on a, a seesaw. You know. Was it an act late model? Or was it like the old school late models like that they they used to have at Thompson. It was an act late model. Oh yeah, um, so you got to race in the good years. That's right, because I got into it in 2014 and they got rid of them then. Yeah, it was a, it, we got on the good years and we we had the the non tie downs. It was. Wow. That was a handful also, you know. Yeah. That is that is crazy. So now so now speaking of that, what do you think jumping to present time now, how do you feel about the Hoosier change? Um I'm kind of I'm like a yes or no kind of person. 
Um, you know, we did the, the Hoosiers down at the bowl one year and we blew a tire because the sidewalls were so soft and oh. wrecked the car. Uh, I wasn't even there. Actually, Glenn Boss was driving it. I oh. was at work. Jeez. Um, and, you know, you had to have a quarter inch spacer on the on the right side of the car. Because it would hit the sway bar. Yep, the sway bar rubs the uh, yeah. With our uh, people that are familiar with our cars, we have a sometimes the trouble with the sidewalls too too uh, soft. It'll it'll give some flex and it'll wear a little little ring. Right. So I'm a fan of the American Racer because they're so stiff and they last forever. Mm-hmm. Um, you know the Hoosiers seem to kind of fall off, but if we're all on the same thing we all got to figure it out together you know right so it doesn't really matter to me a tire is a tire at yep. the end of the day you know as long as we have a place to race i don't really doesn't bother me i couldn't agree with you more i i like the falling off uh factor i think that's pretty cool i i don't like how we're gonna have to relearn some stuff with like you said the spacer especially at thompson with the speeds and the uh and the banking of the track i'm sure we're gonna have to do a little figuring out but saying that everyone else has to also so right I think it's I think it's pretty cool too. You know, some people will adapt quicker than others. And right. Yeah, as you know, you know, yep. like the ACT guys, I'm sure, will have no problem. You know. Yep, they'll figure it out pretty quick. They uh, uh, that's gonna be that's gonna be interesting. You doing any uh, ACT races this year? That's kind of up in the air. Mm-hmm. Um. We like the idea of the ACT race at Seacon, if that's still a thing. Um, I think it's the end of October. Oh, that's very appetizing instead of the middle of July. I like that. Right. I think I haven't really looked at it, but, you know, yeah. with everything going on, <clears throat> they didn't open at all last year, and who knows if they're going to open this year. You're um, right. That's true. I keep on forgetting they're, they're the only track in Mass. Right, and um, other than that, I don't really foresee any of of the ACT racing uh, with, you know, Riley, my newborn daughter. Yeah. It's a little tough to, you know, travel around. Congratulations on that, by the way. I know we were talking about that. Yeah, the kid, the whole kid aspect, it's it's different. I'm, I did the tour in 2018 when, when Jackie, my oldest, she was, you know, I don't know, seven eight months old there and it i if i could do it again i wouldn't i wouldn't have done it then because that was just that was just too much right and uh so we're kind of going to stay local nice um, this year i think and you know we'll go around the we're going to do the six races at thompson for sure and we'll go from there yep that's that's kind of I, I like that i like you know to sprinkle in an act race here and there especially you know lee i know they're going back to lee and if i lived the same distance i lived at thompson to lee i would i would be in heaven because i don't know about you but i love that track i've never been there actually no it's definitely a place because you just wear you can the hoosiers will be good there because you're gonna they're gonna have so much fall off because you just wear them out there's like no grip i love it yeah i mean we went to star last year how was that been- how was star Pretty challenging. It, it and, it's a small track, like you know, it's like three eighths. Is it the same size as Waterford, or is it just different? Uh, it's it's different. You know, it's just I don't even know how to explain it. I, right, like one and two is completely different than three and four. 
you know, you got to make a huge circle out of it. And if you're like, you know, like me, you go off on the backstretch, get off yeah. the pavement, you know. That's what I do. Yeah, I like that. No wall, no wall. Right. You know, we struggled there. I think we finished fourth. That's awesome. Um, In the 50 lap race that we did. Nice. It was just survival. You know, they wrecked a lot of cars. They, it was like caution after caution. Oh. <laughs> was it hot out too? That's always fun. No, I think it was in May. I think it was actually pretty nice. Yeah, it was in May. Remember, um, there was that Oxford race the the year that w- when they did the two fifty there, which they do it every year. But it was uh, when you, I think you, I had a fast car and you had a fast car that night. You started like fifth, <clears throat> right? And I started like ninth. Correct me if I'm wrong. You started pretty close to the front for that one fifty, right? Yeah. Um, what was that? Eighteen. Yeah. It was either eight. Yeah, it was. That was the last year I ran the tour. So that was 18. Yeah. Right. And we were both right up there. I think we were like top two, three charts. Charts. We were quick. Right. And that, which is the weirdest track. Like that was, that's by far the weirdest track I've ever driven. I don't know about you. I love that track. Right. It's fun. You know, it's just, that's another one. It's kind of, you just kind of just drive around, you know, and you don't even look like you're going that fast. And you look at the (laughs) charts and you're like, wow. Okay. (laughs) Right. I'm letting off at the start finish line and, you know, just barely getting back. But you know what's cool about that? I finally got into the rhythm where I knew if the stagger was closing up because I didn't have to concentrate on, you know, trying to get the car all over the place. The thing was set up good. So I finally could just figure out stagger pretty much. We, we Even in the heat race, we lost a little and we lost a ton during the race. I'm sure. I don't know if you did, too, but. Yeah, uh, our race tires that day, I know we couldn't get to stagger. I mean, I was running like really stupid numbers <laughs> and it just, it worked, you know, I don't even know how we were just on our ball that day, you know, in the race was like, I'd, I'd be ahead of you. And then all of a sudden, like you, you know, you'd get ahead of me, whether it was a restart or just the, we had some good long green flag runs. And I remember watching you when I was behind you, you know, Oxford for people that have been there or watch it, it kind of goes off camera on the front straightaway. So Ryan would come out. I'd be running lower. He'd come out, run high. The car would get off there, and then he'd arc it into the turn. And it was fun. It was fun to try to catch, and it was fun to watch too because there's so many different grooves to that. Could you feel your car when you were doing stuff like that with that car, you know, entering like that? Yeah, and I mean, I like the reverse banking on the front straightaway, um, especially on a long run like that. You just kind of make a big circle, you know. Right. And and it just kind of keeps the car wound up and. In my theory, I don't think you're burning the car up by doing that. You know, you're not really scrubbing too much speed. And, right. You know, it's all driver preference. You know, a lot of guys, you know, that track at some points in the race is a one groove racetrack. Right. And it's tough to pass there. And I feel if you can get the outside going, you'll make up some serious hay out there. Absolutely. Good point. Cause that's, especially on restarts there too. It's just, it's, you can try to gain whatever you can there, especially on the outside. It's huge. Right. And, but that's another place that, you know, it, it changes so drastic throughout the day. Yep. Totally. You know, you could chase the track all day, really. Right. Exactly. And then throw yourself out of the whole setup. But when it comes race time at night, when it's 20 degrees cooler and, and it's moisture on the track. Right, because the second year we went in 19, technically, if they didn't start anybody, we were going home. Oh, wow. You know, we, we did the 
last chance qualifier and I finished six. They were taking five. We just got lucky that day that they were starting everybody because we were going home, you know, and it was, we chased the track all day. And the caliber of drivers that are in that, you know, to race against, it's, you know, even if you get sent home, which I have, I've been sent home a few times, it's, it, you're still racing against guys that can win championships at other tracks, right? It's, it's pretty cool. Right. And I mean, everybody just, we're all the same. Right. You know, you got a couple guys that are just know what they're doing pretty much everywhere they go. Yeah. And, um, but then you got guys like us that we just want to do the best we can with what we have. And there's a lot of them, you know, there's 20 of them that show up that are like that. And I feel like we're all on the same playing field. And I feel like Thompson's getting to that point too. Before Thompson was like, all right, well, you know, you know, these five guys aren't going to be there, but it's, I don't know if it's just everyone with the setup now, dude, it just, everyone is so close. Like you're not two or three tenths faster anymore. You're everyone's right there. And it's like, Oh my God, it's frustrating too. Yeah. And with the amount of motor you don't have, it's really hard to pass there. (laughs) Right. We had six Oh in the Thompson modified days. I had the Jasper, but you had six Oh there. They're in sense a six Oh three with a four barrel on it. Yeah. Which is what we run now with a two barrel on it. It's crazy. But I did talk to Chris uh, Mashad, and he said they are totally enforcing the spacer on the Ford. Yep, I, I heard that. And I maybe I was like, I, I, are they definitely going to enforce it? He's like, if they want to work for me, they are. I'm like, okay, I like that. Right, and um, I don't think at the end of the straightaway it makes a difference. It's no. off the turn. That's you know? it. The restarts too. I don't know about you. You run you you run the Chevy still, right? Yeah. So I noticed on restarts, you know, I I know I got a good restart, and the Ford just, I just felt that thing just motor, motor, motor. I'm like, oh, God. Right. <laughs> it's frustrating. Yes. Yes. And they're going to bitch. They're going to be pissed. I, mean, I know they are, but hey, what <laughs> we, we are too. We want to we wanna have a, sh- a fair shot. Right. I mean, you look at, I think we ran the World Series last year, or this past year. Mm-hmm. Um. I started 11th. I finished fifth. It went green checker. I'm pretty sure. Maybe we had one caution in between. Oh, and you just ran the yeah, just running your balls out. Right. Or I finished sixth, and the top five were all fours. <laughs> right. And I'm like, okay. Yeah. Exactly. Well, best in classes, my dad would say. Right. <laughs> right. You know, and and I'm not, I'm not knocking anybody. You no. Know, no. They. They do an excellent job at setting up their cars. They you know, they got it all, you know. Right. I mean? Correct. I couldn't. I, I don't know. I told Chris, I'm like, listen, I can't get mad about Fords really because I haven't been going through the corner in two years, so I can't even bitch. Right. <laughs> I right. can't even get the thing to turn. <laughs> right. And I mean, I we struggled there too, you know. Back in 18, I think we did like five tests. Oh, wow. Like throwing spring after spring after spring you had a fit you were good what, what year was it you you had some wins there and you were battling up front was it was that 18 when i was when i was doing act stuff when was that that was 18 yeah yes. you oh, you were you were fast but that was the year we we had thousands of laps there you know oh okay so that's when you were just just trying to figure out i mean that's huge too that's nice right we did a lot of trial and error that year and it just worked. Yeah, no, that's good, man. Um, I'm a definitely a fan of track time there, especially there. You know, because yep. it's just so tough to 
to pass. And I feel if you don't have your car going on the bottom, if, if the race goes green to checkered, you're, you're done. You're all done. The bottom's where it's at. You're, you, and I couldn't agree with you more. That's why I was like toying with the notion of playing with the rear gear, but I haven't changed that in six years. And I'm like, I, I don't want to go up a little bit because I'm already hitting that. When I know I, when I'm turning like fives, I hit the chip at the end of the straightaway for a little bit, and I'm happy with that. But I, I don't know. I, I guess it's good. I don't know. Right. I mean, I don't. I don't vary too much. Maybe max you know I'll, I'll go between the five points there yep okay um, on the on the rear gear yep but i'm killing the chip oh really <laughs> three quarters way down the straightaway but that so that's yeah that's how it was with the other gear that we had and i, I don't know we've been running this one and it's like i don't run the tack obviously because you know we have the, the 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 rev chip there so 6300 it's just yeah right so I, I don't know. I mean, I remember there's something to that, I guess, hitting the chip early. Remember Hebert up at Loudon? He was hitting the chip like the, at the start finish line. Right. And, and you just just power through it. Right. As frustrating as it is, too. Yeah, you're right. You just kind of power through it. Because I'm a you can't overdrive your car. Right. Your car doesn't go any faster, you know. Right. Right. Exactly. And like you said, if you want to run the bottom, then you're going to try to set it up like my car. I can never get it to run the outside, especially in three and four. I watched the O three go in there and he just he makes it a perfect circle. The car is good. I'm like, oh, well, I can't do that. Right. I struggle there, too. One and two is my outside corner. Yeah. A little tighter and I can't get the car to turn in the center. Right. Right. You're like waiting on it because you get it. You get it set and you're like, well, OK, just point point. But when you're up there, it's even more exaggerated, I feel. Yeah, and then I hit the bump. You know. Yep. Yeah. These cars, <laughs> out, yeah. Like, like you said, going back to the you know t- the hold down stuff that we have, these bumps, we never would have had that problem if we had all the jalopy Thompson modified stuff, but this stuff is oh. so sensitive. Right, and it's just I feel like if you're not like – just nicking the cross member, you're you're not you're not good. No, w- without a doubt, and in, in in my cross member, I put an eighth of an inch spacer on it because literally my oil pan was flush with it. Right. <laughs> like okay. <laughs> right, and you don't want to wear that out. No, 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 no. Everyone else behind me will know, and I'm sure I'll know soon. <laughs> <laughs> right. Oh man, but no, that's that's good. So yeah, that's good. Thompson this year, six races, and you'll do that. And if you can do some some axe stuff on the side, it'd be good too, right? Gravy. Yeah, I mean, I think we're definitely thinking of the ACT race at Seekonk if it happens. Yeah. Um, you know, it's a love hate game with the bull, but I I love the bull, you know. Yeah. And we just had so much success there this year, and so. I don't, I don't really know. That's right down the road, but our plan is to run the six races definitely, and anything in between is, yep. you know, take it as we can get it kind of thing. Yep, exactly. Young family, man. I, I totally understand that. Absolutely. Yeah, and um, you know, because with Riley this year, my focus is is her, and mm-hmm. uh, she's going to be walking here really quick, and we're going to have our hands full. Yep, love it. I love it, man. She's she's growing up way too fast. I never believed it when people said it happens way too fast, and I'm like, yeah, okay, right. Oh yeah, that's what everyone says, right? And they still say. I feel like they're gonna say that to us until we're at least seventy years old. Right now, I'm like, oh man, it's true. <laughs> yeah, right, we're old men now. <laughs> yeah, I love it. Well, do you, hey, you have any uh, you have any sponsors you want to shout out or anything? Absolutely, um, Larry's Auto Machine. 
uh, Magnus Racing Transmissions, uh, K&H Construction, K&H Dumpster Division, um, Brooklyn's Country View Restaurant, um, and I, I definitely I have to thank Jay, the car owner. You know, he's my biggest supporter. If it wasn't for him, I wouldn't be doing what I am today. You know, mm-hmm. he uh, he took a shot at me a long time ago, and we're still going. Twelve years later. That's awesome. You know, and of course everybody else that, you know, my entire family couldn't do it without everybody. Family's everything, man. Right? Having that support is is huge. It's it, it literally is everything. Right, they're your biggest sponsors, you know. Yep, exactly. You want to do good for them. Absolutely, I love it. Well, I really appreciate you uh, taking the time and coming on and just BSing a little bit. I know as the racing season starts and as it goes, I would definitely want to, uh, you know, I want to have you on again just to we can break down races, all that stuff. I think it'll be fun just to do it while the season's happening. But I want to get a head start because uh, I think everyone's pretty friggin' bored right now. Yeah, I'm kind of just. <laughs> living you know yep we uh unfortunately we had the covid so oh we, we, we've been through it beautiful done and gone beautiful well i hope so but i know it's it's a different world i'll tell you that yeah now, i can't I don't wait. like the mask but it is what it is i know it's gonna i keep telling myself it's gonna go away eventually it's good the mask is gonna go away it's gonna be a thing of the past i just trying to power through is not easy Absolutely. You know, it's just a different way of living, but we'll all get through it. I agree. I agree. Well, thank you, buddy. Uh, I will definitely be in touch. And uh, thank you for coming on your show, the show here. And um, you have a very uh, good rest of the week, okay? Absolutely. And thank you for having me on. Uh, anytime, bud. Take care, okay? You too, bud. Right, bye. That was Ryan Morgan. Uh, I appreciate him coming on. Uh, you guys can check us out. Titan Loose Out. Um, Instagram, Facebook, SoundCloud, iTunes, and, uh, yeah, thanks for listening to the show.